dun, 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 dun. Sorry. I was just uh, <coughs> watching some Attack on Titan scenes. Oh. But welcome back to the Box of Box episode. Box of Box podcast. Sorry, it's late. It's hard. I'm late. Once again, another recap episode. I'm going to be kneeling for this one because it's going to be a short one. Uh, 10 to 15 minutes. Um, so, Euro 2020 final. What a match. I was so close with my prediction. I was so close. I said 1-1 one, one penalties. But um, I, 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 I said England would win because of like this trend I was going where where like each team that would play twice would lose then the second time, but Italy stepped up. But um, the main reason why I wanted to do a recap video was not really about the game, but like England have never been to a final since 66, right? So it's been... Let's see if my maths is good. Um, 34, 21, 34, 55 years. It's been 55 years. I would probably say 90% of those fans that was at Wembley tonight, English fans, have never seen their team or their country in a final before. None of those fans or media, or Italians, or neutrals, including myself, should blame Sancho, Saka, should blame, like, the penalty takers that missed, um, as well as Southgate, because people are saying, why did Southgate... Now, I agree that Saka shouldn't have been the fifth penalty taker, as well as Sancho being the fourth, because people are, uh, like... Both Sancho and Saka have not taken a penalty in their professional careers, ever. This is their first ever penalty taken in a shootout or in, like during a during the match. And Southgate puts them out. I don't know if it was exactly South. He did say in the press conference that it was my decision, but I feel like it can't couldn't have just been him. Like it takes balls of steel to be able to step up to the plate and take a penalty for your country in their most important game in over 50 years, you know? Like, Sokka and Sancho have, should only be proud of themselves to be able to step up to that position and try and beat one of the best goalkeepers in the world. By the way, Donnarumma winning player of the tournament, that's insane. When do you usually see a goalkeeper do that? That's crazy. And now PSG are going to get him for free. Um, also, I completely forgot about that moment where... I don't remember when it was, but when, like, Donnarumma said something about money with AC Milan and then, like, people just threw cash at him when he was in goal. like And it was AC Milan fans. So, yeah, I can understand why they don't really like him anymore. But <laughs> I've already seen some uh, tweets and uh, posts on Instagram and replies to those three. Those, okay, the reason why I didn't say Rashford, right? Rashford has been in this position before. He's young, yes, and he was put in at a very bad time. I, I like, I, I want to criticize, but like, you can't. Like, this England team did the country so proud. And as a neutral watching this, so, so going into the match, even though I had England winning it in pens, 
like, oh, it was so, I'm so, like, even, like, it's, it's, like, how many hours has it been since the game finished? It's been, like, six hours, seven hours, and yet, like, I'm still so torn because, you know, this is the, f- I was, I was thinking to myself, like, this is the first ever Italian team that I kind of, you know, enjoyed because the first ever, like, tournament in terms of international football that I've watched or that I remember was the 06 World Cup. And that was when Italy won it. But I was, that was when I became sort of like, you know, once (laughs) Iran go out of the World Cup, France is my team, kind of, in the U.S., Actually, I'll get to that in a sec. Um, and I never really um, enjoyed Italy uh, playing in uh, either the World Cup or Euros um, since then because I wanted France to win. And none of their teams were like, you know, like, wow, they play so well and they're enjoyable to watch. I felt like this one kind of was. Um, I, I think even though Donnarumma got man of the match and player of the tournament, I personally think the best player on the pitch today was Chiesa. That man was making things happening on his own. Making things making things happen on his own. That's what it is. Yeah, like he was, oh my God, he should have scored. Like he, he deserved the goal is what I'm saying. Um, but I it, it's so weird. <clears throat> I feel like that Shaw goal actually like, ruined not ruined but it sort of like changed the whole environment of the game where where like now england are the ones sitting back instead of italy that was the first time italy went behind in the tournament and sort of like it was different for them to like go on the attack and like off of a scuff corner they score and and then england sort of like lost momentum till like till extra time so like yeah, I mean, like, it, it's a tough one to swallow if you're England, um, where, you know, you don't, uh, you're defending insanely well the entire tournament, and you give up a goal like that, which was kind of like, you know, you can just say lucky, but at the same time, like, I, I, I don't know, it, it, like, you were defending so well for 66 minutes, and then you, and then Italy finally get all the momentum in the world, and it changes but with with Rashford, Saka, Sancho, Southgate, or like the staff for the penalties, right? I'll say what I need to say, and then I'll I'll say what needs to happen with. I'll say what I want to say, and then I'll say what needs to happen for, like for the rest of uh, you know the off season till till like the leaks um, begin, because this will be ingrained. Uh, engraved ingrained engraved engraved in their minds this will be in their minds for a very like probably forever actually but like in terms of like short-term memory um so what what needed to happen i think southgate should have put rashford and sancho actually no he should have put in rashford much earlier Instead of I, he should have put he should have put Rashford in for Henderson. Sorry, for Rice instead of instead of Henderson because you don't play Henderson for twenty something minutes and then just take him off. Like, there's no point in that. 
And then with Sancho, you know, it was a weird thing. It was a, it was a, it was a Mandela effect. I thought Sancho had taken penalties before, but that was, he had never taken a penalty before. And to put him in just for that purpose in the 120th minute, I think was a poor decision in the end. Same with Rashford. But I'm like, at the same time, like, I think Rashford was the only sub he should have made. Made. I, I, I think I think he should have made Sancho and Grealish a lot earlier and Rashford, but Rashford in terms of only for the penalties. Because I think you just have to go with experience at that point. I think I think Shaw should have taken the fifth penalty. And I don't think Sancho should have taken the fourth. Maybe Grealish, maybe Sterling, but like Sterling is kind of like Eh, with penalties, like he's missed a few for City, but at the same time, like experience wins it for you. So I, I think I think those three maybe should have gotten shouts ahead of Saka and Sancho. Rashford, the the reason why I'm leaving out Rashford out of this, right? Don't don't abuse him. He doesn't deserve that, you know. Don't even criticize him but like come on man like you're a good penalty taker we've seen you take penalties we've seen you lash them to the top corner and then you take 10 seconds to even take a step then you take 10 steps and like do a weird run up and then you like try and slot it and then you hit the post like don't change it up don't try and be too fancy just like lash it do what mcguire did my god mcguire's was insane um yeah, I think Shaw should have taken one definitely because even if he did miss, you can't fault him for what an amazing tournament he had. You know? So I'm like I'm like trying to think like Calvin Phillips, he takes free kicks and corners for for leads. Why not give him a penalty? I know he doesn't take the penalties, but I mean if he takes other set pieces, you might as well take a penalty. So, um, yeah, but like with, with Rashford, Rashford has to do better, but don't, don't abuse him. And with Sancho and Saka, they shouldn't have been put in that position anyways. And if, you know, Southgate is trying to protect them by saying that he's the one that, uh, you know, to choose them. Um, but Saka and Sancho are like, no, I want to take it. I want to like step up that, that takes a lot of courage. And I know both of them are insanely talented. I think they're both very I think they're both generational honestly. Like that we we saw a lot of generational talents in this tournament. Though them like obviously Sancho not really because he only started one game and Saka didn't I think start like half the games but he played really well. But like other like generational talents um showed up in this in this uh in this tournament. But like I they have bright futures ahead of themselves. And I, I know like there, when when Arsenal were like kind of down bad you know, right before Christmas, um, Saka like made a tweet where like you deserve better Arsenal fans, and he was like really upset in his like picture, and like he just like carried us for the rest of the season. <laughs> Whoa, that was a weird cough. Um, and I feel like he was at a pretty bad state at that time. This will be a lot worse to swallow. Um. A lot worse to come back from, but I feel like he'll just come back stronger as well as Sancho. I think um, he'll have a very, very good season at, at United, his first season at United. Um, 
Rashford is going to be even weird. Like, is is like, like I'm trying to give him excuses, but like, when you're 23, yeah, I know you're still super, super young, but you you take you've taken the penalty. You were United penalty taker before Bruno joined. Like you need to you need to slot those away, and when I mean slot those, I mean just power them in, power them in. Um, but England fans were very supportive. Um, you know, outside of like the small racist comments that happened, I think I I, I really enjoyed um reading the support messages that were sent out to Saka and Sancho and Rashford. Um. Yeah, it's just a small um, bump on the road for their bright futures because another thing I saw was Ronaldo missed a missed a penalty. I'm pretty sure, or he I, I, he something happened in the '04 Euro final where he when, you know he was coming up as a as a teenager as a talent, and he that you know the infamous picture of him crying, and like now look at him like nothing stopped him. And then like with Messi, he missed a penalty in the final too, and like those are the two greatest of all time. And I talked about Messi in my last uh, Instagram post on Box to Box, but um, on the Instagram, so I'm not going to go into that. Um, but yeah, England have won have won themselves a fan for the next World Cup. Oh, by the way, that's me. Um, because like, it's so weird. Like going into the tournament, like the it's coming home chant. Like I get it, but like Schmeichel was right. Like Casper Schmeichel is right. Like has it ever come home? Like. You should only be able to say that if you, you should only say that if you've like won a lot. Like that's the same thing with the U.S. Like I, like I enjoy the U.S. team so much in terms of the players and the youth, but like the fans are like, oh my god, they want to like make me not want to watch them. Like the I believe that we will win chant. Like stop. <laughs> it only makes me go back to that Seattle fan. The fight and win come on <laughs> seattle <laughs> oh my god like like it's coming like i get it but like i don't know it was just kind of annoying but um you could tell the fans were very supportive um you know on social media and i think they'll come back stronger but the difference between but, but honestly both teams cuz so let me get into Italy, and then I'll end it on England because I've already passed the fifteen-minute mark. Um, with Italy, they should be very proud of themselves. Um, once they beat Belgium, I felt like they were going to win the whole thing because I think that was their one big obstacle. A lot of people are saying that, like, oh, their group is really easy, and they never came up against a hard opponent when they qualified. Once they come up against a hard opponent, they'll get uh, exposed, and then they come against Belgium and they beat them two-one. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, they're. I think they've proven themselves. Um, so like, shout out to like that their whole team, Donnarumma, um, Spinazzola. That was cool seeing him there. Um, Chiesa again. Insigne was really good. Um, who else was really good? Jorginho and and besides missing the penalty, Verratti and Barella with the rest of the midfield, and then of course Chiellini and Bonucci. I was big fans of them before the tournament and. I just, uh, they're one of the, like, when you, when you think of, like, the past, like, like, in terms of my generation, so, like, the past decade, 
or decade and a half, like the greatest center backs that we've witnessed were like Puyol, Ramos, PK, Thiago Silva, um, like Boateng, Hummels, and then you have to add Chiellini and Bonucci in there. Um, like they they're just like proper defenders, you know. And Chiellini acts like he's a kid. Like it's so cool to watch. Um, I hope to see them in the twenty twenty two World Cup. We'll 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 see. Like anything can happen in over a year. Um, I I hope they do, and I think that'll be. If this is not their last tournament, the next one will be. Um, I'm I'm definitely forgetting some players that like rip really played well, but I think like. Yeah, Chiesa, Donnarumma, Spinazzola, the two center backs. Um, you know, yeah, I, I think I think they they were they were great. They played as a team. They were enjoyable to watch. This was the first Italian team that like were enjoyable to watch. Um, and I'm and I'm and they they deserve it. They 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 des- they have my respect. You know, um, but England, I, I I'm I'm now like. I'll I'll root for like they're not my team going into the next World Cup, but I'm gonna root for them because. Another thing, like, I'm going to end it on this. Um, like, growing up, I, I never felt a connection with, with like, the England team. Like, I, I don't remember them much in 2006 um, at all, really. But 2010 was, like, the first one. And, like, I don't, I didn't love, like, you know, it was, like, Gerard, Lampard, Rooney, Heskey. Like Glenn Johnson, John Terry, David James, like Ashley Cole, I think. Like these guys, I I didn't love them. Like I I don't know. I didn't have a connection with them. But like with this team and like watching like their YouTube like the YouTube videos where like behind the scenes or like training and they're all together, like it's actually so cool to watch. And like even though like I was bantering them throughout the entire tournament, like they really impressed me. I I rem- like I made a post about Southgate months ago where like he has to change it up. He has to change it up, and he did. Fair play to him. Honestly, like you can criticize him all you want with the penalty decisions, and rightfully so. But to say Southgate out or he should get sacked or he should resign is so dumb. Like he, to take a team to the semifinal and final uh, within three years is great for the country and their future is only going to get bright. Like this, the best part about England, right? I think of the big teams going into the World Cup, I think England is going to change the least amount in terms of like who's going to start, you know? Like all their players except for Walker that started. Outside of Trippier, because he's not really like a star. Like for back four, outside of Walker, they're all under 30. Like, come on. Like, they have such a bright future, and they're only going to get better. Like, Foden, Mount, Saka, Sancho, Rashford, uh, Rice, um, Shaw. So, and like Pickford was like so good. Like, some of these guys like really, really did well, and they made their country proud. Um, And, they like w- w- once the twenty twenty two World Cup. Like I'll 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 be rooting for them. I, it won't be like the the past two tournaments where like I've been like uh, it's coming on oh, whatever whatever. But now like I won't be chanting that. But like I'll I'll be rooting for them. Um, they they're they're a fun enjoyable team. 
And shout out Mancini too. You could tell that he wanted it to uh, for his country. Um, but Southgate, like it must hurt to lose on penalties, both as a player and a manager. But I think that team will come back stronger, and I hope Saka will too. Um, I just had to do an episode because it was another recap one. Um, but I had to because uh, no one deserves like that sort of hate in that big of a position, especially when some other experienced players maybe didn't want to like take the risk of taking a penalty. Um, but yeah, um, this has been episode 49, recap number two, and I'll see you guys next time for episode 50. Um, the Euro 2020 tournament was fun and on to the transfer window season. Bye.